Ladies and gentlemen, boys, girls, people all over the world, welcome to another episode of Tyler Bryan Hour, aka TBH, aka TBR. I'm your co-host, B Heard, aka Brian, aka Prince, aka Prince with G. About to hit him fast, my boy, my brother, man's and MTTL. You want to say something to the people? What up, though? People is your co-host, Tyler Libra, aka TTL, aka Libra Hendricks in the building. We are gathered here today on February twenty first, um, twenty twenty three. We are starting to see more light in the day as far as um as far as getting past this winter. And um, it's been it's been a hellacious winter, so to speak. But we're not out of the woods yet, because I think it's supposed to rain, freezing rain, later on tonight, like around like midnight or so, or like in the morning, wee hours in the morning. But um, happy uh, happy Tuesday to all, happy TBA's Tuesday to all. And um, actually, I want to say some um, as far as like just some Black History Month church announcements today, um, February. 21st 1965 um the honorable great um Malcolm X was assassinated today so just want just want to you know bring that out there you know as far as um, black history goes uh, we they only give us 28 days so just wanted to you know throw that out there for the people That's 29 if we're lucky um since we talk about church announcements, uh, shout out to the good brother uh, Grim, my young bull, my young brother. Uh, his birthday is the twenty sixth. Uh, Got to get an episode of Tyler Brown Hour where I am not dying of bronchitis. And uh, I, think actual, I might have the same shit too. Uh, an actual episode. <clears throat> uh, he also goes by Stacks. He has a song out called First Place, and I think he's actually dropping another song on his birthday. Which is the twenty sixth. So shout out to my young brother. Happy uh birthday when you hear this. Um, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm chilling, chilling. Um, tapped in with y'all last night. You and the boy Caleb. It was good seeing y'all niggas good chopping it up and stuff like that. So um I mean I'm I'm pretty moderate, so to speak. I mean, it ain't shit but Tuesday. So we still got like three more days to go, right? Wait mm-hmm. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah, we still got three more days to go. So I'm just trying to hold on as best way I possibly can. What about you, though? Well, we got to get into your weekend, brother. I told you my weekend last night. Yeah, but on the podcast. It was all right. It was pretty moderate. What about you, though? Um. Oh, well, first of all, my bad. Uh, For some reason, so long story less long, I have a pc i don't have a macbook i have a macbook technically but not a macbook that i can upload the episode and for some reason it kept giving me a network error on my google drive so that's how i transfer the video uh from my phone because we record the podcast on my phone to my pc so i can upload it to youtube and do all the jazz some reason i was getting a network error so i i open it up the cookies uh i i Compress the file. I I changed the file from an MLV to MP4. So if you have any idea how Google Drive works and why there was a network error, um, please let me know because if this happens with this video, but I'm a knock on wood, obviously. But if this happens with this video, I'm thinking what I'm gonna try to do is I haven't done it in a while, but I'm gonna try to re-download Premiere Pro on my MacBook and at least see if I could add the video to premiere pro and by doing so i'm hoping that i could just sign on to premiere pro on my pc and then just take it from there because if that doesn't work i really don't know what to do and uh 
I didn't know niggas like I knew niggas fuck with us because obviously y'all be fucking with the TikTok shorts and all that stuff, but I knew niggas like like seeing our face because I guess like you know what I'm saying we are charismatic people so we like we we good we do a good job of selling the actual emotions like it's one thing to hear the emotion but then when you can put a face behind it and see our reactions and like laugh and do all this goofy shit that we do, um, niggas was pressed niggas was pressing me like niggas went from the the TBH comments. <laughs> <laughs> to my DMs Cause they figured out Cause I sometimes like Comment with my actual YouTube channel And they was like Yo what the fuck Your nigga face is at man Fuck is this I'm like yo chill You know there was a time Where that was all y'all got <laughs> Like y'all didn't have video But I mean I love it I love it I love it I mean y'all still gotta subscribe though Y'all you don't be subscribing To the podcast Like y'all be I think Today's short had like Over 400 views But not 400 subscribers So go ahead and follow The YouTube channel Go ahead and follow the TikTok If y'all see it Hopefully y'all support it So I can put more out Or hire somebody And use some of this money To uh, get Get the people to make it So I can really pump out that content Um, So that was the issue And mind you That happened I want to say I wanted to upload the, the podcast episode Right after we did it And I I went all the way Until Sunday Messing with that, trying different things out, Googling stuff, YouTube search. I think my whole fucking YouTube algorithm is nothing but Google Drive videos because I was trying to figure it out. So that was stressful. Um, I said last week about the car thing, so that was a stressful two days as well. Um, had some incidents with some some girls. Nothing crazy, but <laughs> just, just it was just a bad week. It was probably the worst week that I've had all 2023. But I mean, as far as bad week bad weeks go, if that is the worst week, this is crazy because this is not even ninety days in. Yeah, but I'm saying, if, like, if if that is my worst week that I have, then I'm I should should be okay. Give me anxiety with that, but I should be okay. Um, so that was pretty much, I guess, my week. My weekend, I didn't do anything too too crazy. Um. Monday was cool for the most part. Um, shit. Trying to remember. Today, I had to go into work late today just because I had someone come over to my house. So I was the only one at home. So I had to make sure that the you know the house didn't get raided or they did what they were supposed to do and got in, got in and got it out. Um, but other than that, yeah. And then I got my church announcements out the way. Kind of just been chilling. I ain't going to lie. This, this podcast... We got some topics, and I think we could, like, stretch these topics, but this, I don't want us to get canceled, but this might be one of the ones we get canceled, because it's, like, a lot of shit, I feel like, I feel like a lot of shit be, be face value, like, like, people want to cause an uproar, and people want to be mad, but the way I look at shit, kind of like, I don't, I don't put too much weight on it. I'm never too high about it. I'm never too low about it. Obviously, maybe because a lot of the things we talk about, obviously, are celebrities and, like, sports athletes and stuff like that. But maybe if I put more weight into it, then obviously I could care more and have a certain feeling if it had to do with, uh, like, people I care about. But I guess since I'm, like, kind of neutral about these people, I don't really I, – I, I'm not surprised. So I don't – I don't know. It's going to be an interesting episode with these topics that we got. Um, also, fuck Carl Malone. So, like, I had to say that. Um, if you know, you know, niggas weird. 
Nigga was at the All-Star game. And, uh, yeah. Before we get into the All-Star game, I want to know who in this world, Tyler, who do you love and, like, generally love, like, like they wanted them for you. Like if these people are not, if these people are not in this thing called life, life would be completely different for you. And then tell me why you love these people. Honestly, um, does it have to be my mom, or does it, does does it have to be any like t- type of relatives? Could it be outside relatives? What's the stipulation? See, someone else asked me that too. I mean, I I count relatives. Like when I was talking about it, I counted relatives. <laughs> Just because it's like we're talking about love. Like I feel like. If they're up there for that reason. It's just more of the reason, I guess. I'm definitely going to have to say my mama because one of the the outstanding factors about her is that no matter what situation goes on, whether it be in my life, whether it be in Carl's life, whether it be in any of my other siblings' life, whether it be in her life, um, for herself, she just keeps it going. Mm. And I don't know. I I, I never... I never really looked at that drive that she had in her until Pops passed because obviously that was pretty much a detriment to, you know, my family, obviously. But she went about the – she made some call Like, when that day happened, she went about it as is. She made the calls she needed to make, and she just, you know, just made sure that I didn't, you know – I was safe still, you know, because like I spent that whole day out the house. I didn't, I really didn't even go, go back to it. I think when you came, that was like the first time I was in the house for like an hour. Mm. So like, you know, she made you know the arrangements that she did. And she she just kept rolling through it, and like she didn't, she never really talked about it with me or with anybody else. So that's the aspect that I'm really proud of, and I'm damn glad that she got. Because without that, and just her being the mom that she is, and being there for her kids, obviously being there for me. Um, as far as you know, what I've told her and stuff like that. As far as you know, my drinking habits, pill habits from past. Um, she was. She just said, you know, you, you really don't need to live that life. That was a life that you wanted to live. Mm. And, you know, when she told me that, it kind of made me think about, you know, what, what's my destiny moving forward has still a young man, a young black male in this world Mm. that pretty much don't have much to lose, but everything to gain. So that's always stood in my mindset moving forward how I could better myself, not only to be proud of me, but also to be proud, also for me to have her proud. And, um, yeah, that's definitely something that I think about waking up every single day in my life is something that where, how can I, as a son, as just a human being, how can I give back to my moms for, you know, all the shit that I put her through throughout these years. And <clears throat> there's really no there's really no stamp time on, you know, when I have to do it, but I just know I gotta do it. And um 
that's really the only thing that's keeping me going. Like as far as her peace, her words, and her mentality, that's really the only thing that keep me keep that's been keeping me going. Otherwise, I would have been off myself. Mm. And that's straight up, like from the heart, like mentally, physically, spiritually, I would have been gone already. So, which is crazy to think because I'm still here. Well, I also don't think she would want that for you. Like, I don't even, not even going to speak that into existence, but I don't think, like, knowing your mother and who she is, I don't think she would want that as a result of unfortunate circumstances. I think she would want, kind of how you said, I think she would want what she is, like, you for you to be like, all right, now I got to pick up my bootstraps and figure it out and then also carry, like, this last name that I got. Obviously, you got your your pop's last name, but carry the last name of her and all the things she stood for and the values in life and how she took care of you. I think she would want you to basically take the baton and run with it. And it's it's such a weird, and I'm going to let you finish with your list, but something that I thought of right when you said it is because, like, my dad did the same thing. Like, as soon as, like, my grandpa passed, my dad was like, all right, what do we got to do to he obviously help carry the body out and did all this stuff, and he stayed in the house. But... It's such a weird skill to have. Like, I really feel like, and I mean, I can only speak for what I know, but, like, I really feel like black people, for some reason, are always good at handling traumatic shit and knowing that we have to keep it pushing for our family. Like, there's, there has to be a world where we could get to the point where, like, like, you want to be sad. You want to be mournful. You want to, like, like you respect the person that's like, all right, now I got to pick it up and take care of the family and step up. But at the same time, it's like, nigga, like, we are not robots. <laughs> like, like it's such a commendable skill, but it's such a weird skill to have. It's really the weirdest skill I think anyone can have in this world is just the ability to move on after some traumatic shit happens. It's a it's a one that everybody needs and one that's everybody that's going to have to have, especially since, you know, Everybody's going to die at some point in time, but it's just like fuck. Every time I hear, I hear somebody say that, and then I hear somebody go, "Oh, you're so strong." It's like sometimes niggas want to be weak, like. But I mean, I get it. Like a lot of people are in situations to where you you don't have no choice. But yeah, that, that to me, every time I hear that, I always like play that like back and forth in my mind. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like that's such a weird skill to have, but we have to have it. I think for me, it wasn't even really about a. Cause I, cause I, I obviously rack my brain thinking about this a lot. Is like it wasn't even about me being either weak or strong. I think it was just more about me knowing the situations and I the, got me on it. the situations that I had and the situations that you know my father had and what he put himself through. It was it was almost like a foreseeable future. Mm, for me it was like an inevitable thing so like when i see shit in that aspect and i know what's coming then i guess shit i don't know shit gets a little bit easier to really deal with at least in my world Mm. like if i know that you've been like if i know like my uncle my uncle's sitting right now in the hospital in the icu right now for like two weeks straight right across the street from here so with that being said I know the inevitable, you know, he's, he hasn't had really a healthy life. He He's, he's pretty much like my pops, but on my mom's side. So like, 
it's one of those things where like everybody kind of prepares for what's going to happen. And I think that's one thing about my mom. She always prepares for what's going to happen, not as far as being proactive other than reactive. And when you're proactive, you brace yourself a lot. You brace yourself a lot. But I also feel like that hinders yourself a lot, too. Because I do remember you saying that shit in, like, relationships, like, because you would always kind of, like, I guess not hinder them on purpose, but you always felt like that was the inevitable. Self-destruct, yeah. Where it doesn't have to be. Yeah. It really just depends. Um, Who else do you love? Um... I say one, it probably have to be you. You gotta say one. I have to say one, really honestly, bro. And it's not even because it's not even the longevity. It's, when I think about you and us, it, it has nothing to do with longevity. I think yeah, it's I just it, it. It really don't. Um, the fact that we've known each other for damn near for like twenty four years, it, that has nothing to do with how I feel about this nigga. I think most of it is because I, I think we just tap in so so well with each other and we're we're kind of opposites and not that cliche shit like opposites attract because you know as far as my thinking and as far as your thinking it can't really get no more different than us two so i think that's why i pretty much like I always, I always make it. I always make it my means to kind of like push this nigga's buttons a little bit, you know, just to kind of see. Definitely do. Just, just kind of see where what his thinking is, what his reaction is to shit. Because I want it to be mine, but at the same time, I know he don't work like that, and that's that's always what keeps me going with this nigga is like kind of trying to, you know, it's almost like a yin and a yang reaction, you know. He's more, he's more, I know B. Her is going to always be more proactive. I know I'm always be more reactive to shit. So it's worked for as long as it has. And, I'll, and you know, I'm not really mad at it. As friend, as friendship goes, it definitely, it definitely works. Cause you know, I could talk, I could literally leave this nigga alone for two weeks straight and then he'll hit me up for a podcast or whatever. This nigga cannot be anywhere anywhere near me for like two weeks straight whether it be you know whether it be downtown whether it be on vacation or whatever and like he'll still hit me because i know he's doing him and i'm gonna do me regardless so with that you know and everybody keeps trying to like there was a time where niggas would love to just happen niggas would love to just see us together for whatever reason They'd be like, yo, where's Brian at? Or where's Tyler at? Where both y'all niggas at? And it's like, I don't really, and it's like, I I really want to say, yo, I don't fuck with that nigga like that because he don't really want to come out here and fuck with y'all. So, and that, <laughs> and really, honestly, that's what I want to tell him. But honestly, the truth of the matter is, is like, that nigga don't fuck that nigga don't fuck with being out here like that. I'm just, I'm just keeping the plain, I'm just keeping the plain and simple. He don't like this shit. And, you know, niggas don't respect that, I guess, or didn't her had a hard time trying to figure that out. And I was like, there's really nothing to figure out. If you want if that nigga wants to be at home and live his life and and play and play games and work on his craft, nigga, then let that be him. Fuck you talking about he like why I don't even see why that's even a problem. 
It's still a problem. That's the I, I honestly don't see why that's even a problem. I and think, like and uh, like y'all niggas is still talking to me and y'all and y'all love me and y'all respect me and I'm still here giving y'all's good graces and you know being around y'all and I'm not even drinking. You know? Well this speaking in a in a new light, past life, you know. Like I'm still here, I'm still with y'all, I'm still cooling with y'all, I'm still having a good time. So really I really don't even have to be out here. So I'll y'all lucky y'all too. really getting me. So really it could it could be raps for both for y'all not seeing us at all. Cause now that I'm getting older and now I'm starting to starting to see more of what B Her was preaching over these years is that like it's one of those things where like I'm trying to get my shit going as far as, you know, my peace haven. And my peace of haven is um, being sober as long as I possibly can and keeping my ass out of trouble and staying alive, bro. That's that. That's my whole. That's my whole thing, man. Staying alive, and um, yeah, I'm 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 whole hard on that nowadays. I had something. I really just had something. I forgot that bitch. That might come back to you. Um, like just to go back to basically like the love I guess we have for each other because you're definitely on my list too. It, it never was about anything, like, in, in the weird aspect, like, for every aspect of, like, we are completely different and opposite, I think every, like, literally every other thing of, like, we're opposites, everything else we like, exactly the same. So that's, like, it's either we're exactly the same on something or we're exactly the opposite on something. It's kind of a weird dynamic. But I never, like, I I never had a thought with Tyler, like... And I, I, I like to think he had thought the same, like, because I was the first one to get a car. I was the first one to get a license. And then, like, basically, Tyler was like, yo, can you pick me up for school? I was like, all right. Like, took him to school, dropped him off. We went somewhere. I went somewhere. If Tyler had bread, he paid. I just drove. Like, it was just certain things like that to where we never really betted an eye on anything. And then on top of that, like, out of all my friends, like, we'd bicker and, like, get mad at each other but even then we would only be mad at each other for a day like i don't even remember our like biggest fight like i don't think we even fought on everything even the craziest <laughs> shit of where like if i was shysty i wouldn't bring it to you but yet i brought it to you and then even when you would tell me certain things of like you don't care or vice versa of like i don't care like we still kind of didn't do that off of principle because it was like i fucked with this nigga way too much to do something bogus to him and I don't think I've had that dynamic with anyone, at least as long as it's been of that dynamic. Like, like he, do, I ain't gonna lie, he do, he know, <laughs> he do be pushing my buttons. But it really be more so. The only reason why I guess it like it'll bother me is because it's just like you know not to play with me like that. Like you, my man's like how the fuck my man's gonna treat me like I ain't shit. Now these niggas looking at me like I can treat me like I ain't shit, and that's why I had to spaz on niggas and act like yo chill out, bro. Because just because Tyler can get that shit off, you cannot get that off. I will fuck you up. <laughs> but I don't want to be that guy, so I'm always just in the cut, just holding my tongue. But. Yeah, man. I mean, it's just like, and I also, I think it's just because I never had the the physical embodiment of a brother. Like, I could easily see, like, if I had a brother and it was like Tyler, I'm cool with that. I mean, like that that's perfectly fine with me. I, I think I think I'm almost over getting what a brother could be like, 
and uh, Tyler. Like we don't we don't tap in as much as we used to. Just off the strength of talking, like hell, I don't remember the last time we really outside of like a conversation leading to something we was going to do. Like just had a straight up conversation. It's almost it almost feels unnatural to text or like call us. Like one of us to call, you know, because uh, like, yeah, we have a podcast, we have a platform, we have like a technical business <laughs> or whatever you want to call it. But like, if we got to really talk to each other about some shit, some life shit, we going to talk. Like, I feel like that's a different dynamic that a lot of people don't have because like they'll claim they're best friends or they're, they're, they're brothers and sisters, but they'll talk through text and, and Snapchat, but then won't see each other. Like me and Tyler will at least once a week go see each other. And I feel like, granted, I'm at the crib, so I can't say how often I would see my parents. But, like, at least for my grandma, like, my four people is literally, well, my fifth was my grandpa, RIP. But, like, my my four people is literally my mom, my dad, my grandma, and Tyler. Like, if those four were to go, I don't know what kind of Brian or B-Herd you going to get. Like, I'm, not, I'm, I'm being straight up. I ain't going to say I'm off myself, but if I'm on the lick, I'm off the, the drink, the pills, whatever, I don't know what kind of brine you're going to get. Because I don't even know if I want to be, honestly, in that world with that dynamic. Like, I already lost one, and that shit hurt. So I can't imagine losing four. But, and it, it's also like, I think people fail to realize that, like, in a way, you kind of have to accept people for who they are. Like, as much as uh, I might have been an argumentative, like, like an arguer of a person. Really, I'd just be having conversations. But, like, I've never won an argument. I don't think I've ever changed, really changed Tyler's mind. I think he's maybe came around to some things. But even then, that's something that Tyler had to do with himself and internal. But, like, just, like, with my mom, my dad, my grandma. Like, I never really got in an argument and changed someone's mind. So, it's just really, I'd just be conversating. And I have to realize, I, like, kind of started to realize, like, at least a few years back, that, like, Tyler's always going to be Tyler. Mom's always gonna be mom, dad's always gonna be dad, grandma's gonna always gonna be grandma. Like, is there things I would love to change about them? Yeah, sure, but can I? No. So it's like either you gonna accept it or you not. And and I, I guess the same way for them too, because like I'm sure there's gripes that they have of me that they don't like or that they're not the biggest fans of. But obviously, this is someone who's going through life trying to figure it out and be there for the people. Like. My biggest thing is like I'm like as long as like those four people speak highly of me and think highly of me, I'm cool. And I mean, obviously, there's other people in that web. I guess if there's the layers, like there's, but I'm talking like the nucleus, like the core part is like those four people, and like why I have love for them. Like Tyler, I guess to go individually, individually, Tyler is someone that I've always kind of like admired and loved just because dude was always him and like people would always kind of say like even in high school they're like oh Tyler like Tyler weird like he cool but he weird at the same time I'm like no nah, Tyler's just being Tyler like I never looked at Tyler as in like I wanted this nigga to be something other than himself even like there was times where like me and Tyler didn't like the same shit like like it was really like like that fucking Power Rangers episode where they had the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and niggas were shaking hands. It was like worlds colliding. It was kind of like that. Like Tyler was a heavy skater, had all the skate uh, CD or DVDs, and he would watch some bitches in rotation heavily, just watch oh, them all day. Oh. And then 
I would basically be the football sports athlete type of dude. And we, but we'd always kick it and be cool. Like once we got cool, we stayed cool forever. And then like as high school grew on and Tyler just decided to tap into other worlds, he knew I fucked with football. So me and him instantly bonded over football when he got into that. But then he started fucking with baseball. That's another thing that I didn't really rock with, but that was something that Tyler was interested in. Tyler was always himself. That's why like if when Tyler's talking shit, I don't mind it, but I always like if long as Tyler's being himself and he always stands on what he says, I would never slander this man on the podcast or like want to hinder his voice. That's why I've always respected Tyler. And then like not to mention he's just always held it down. Like niggas always been cool, always been thorough, always treated me with like respect in some ways. So I'm not, but that's also him just pushing my buttons, fucking with me. But that's why like I'd always admire Tyler. Tyler. And it was like, my dad, kind of the same thing, just to keep it somewhat brief. My dad basically, with, uh, like Tyler said, like with his mom, how he just always kind of been thorough and always held it down and always like pushed the family. And I, same, same with my mom, you know what I'm saying? My mom had cancer, like stage four cancer, and just thugged it out. And she said that she wanted to be there for me, which was kind of crazy. And they always kind of both like believed in me and like, my mom and dad fuck with the podcast. So they're like, oh, you going to do the podcast? All right, that's what's up. Go, go kill that shit. Go interview this person. Interview that person. Da da da. Like, do what you're supposed to do. Like, they don't, they don't necessarily look at things as hard. They look at it like more so I could do it, which is kind of ill. And like, even as old as I am, even as like how advanced I should be in life for how old I am, they still kind of believe in me and allow me to do the things of the, I don't think I would have found this creative process without my parents, like believing in me or allowing me to do what it is that I'm going to do. Um, so that's why I fuck with them heavy and I love them dearly. Um, and then like my grandma, my grandma, I think it's just a body man in my heart. Like if my heart was a physical person, it would be my grandma. Like I've never seen, so much love and so much care from a person that it really like it generally feels like unconditional love because i mean granted i you know where love is an action or a feeling i think it's it's a action that turns into a feeling like like to me my grandma could do no wrong just because i've always felt love even like she might have yelled at me once or twice in my life but other than that i've always felt love always felt welcome I always felt like even like she's asking about the podcast like damn near every time I go over there and like just to me that's just cool like stuff like it's one thing you know what I'm saying people make conversation and they ask about like like you know what I'm saying work and like life and maybe relationships but to ask about hobbies because technically this is a hobby because I have, we haven't got paid like like we should yet but like yeah just the body man my heart uh my parents along the creative shit creative creativeness and then Tyler just being a real one. And then I, I brought this up because it was supposed to be a test. And I guess it's for, I saw it on TikTok. It's like a relationship test because it's like, if you're going on a date with someone and then you ask them who they love, I think what they describe about the person that they love is very telling because just for instance, like if you're on a date with someone and you ask her, like, who does she love? And she says, like, her mother. Well, she starts listing all the things that her mother does for her. I think subconsciously that could seem like she's kind of shallow. 
And it's also it's also a weird dynamic too because it's always a mother because like a mother a mother and a father they're supposed to do things for you. But then also I got into this argument with my grandma. Well, not argument, but like a discussion with my grandma is because like she she would say that like, you know, she felt love in her house, but the way she would describe it is like her dad would if obviously give him a roof, make sure that clothes was fed, this and right. third. But like the way my grandma loves is completely different. She's hugging you, telling you she loves you, asking about certain hobbies and having full long conversations. So then that's why I got into the discussion is like, is that really love? Cause it's like, if I do what I'm supposed to do for you, I don't, to me, I feel like that was like a lot of stuff. Like, when I think of love, I'm kind of veering off the, the actual reason I brought up the question. But when I think of love, like, if I do what I'm supposed to do, like, that was already going to be done already, right? Like, if I have a kid and say the kid's old enough to where they can eat normal, like, food, they don't have to eat baby food or, like, breaking down into pieces. Like, they're old enough, right? Me and my wife was already going to eat regardless if – we had a kid or not. Me and my wife was already going to live in this house, regardless if I had a kid or not. Maybe we moved up, maybe like moved on up or whatever. Like we was already going to have clothes and all these necessities that was going to have. To me, that's not love because it was like, you was already going to have that anyway. But what I do for my kid afterwards, making sure my kid gets the best stuff, then that's, I think that's the difference. And I feel like a lot of people just get that misconstrued or a lot of people just don't know just because, you know, Parents go to line is you have a roof over your head, you have this over your head. And granted, don't get me don't get me wrong, YouTube land or whoever watches the video version. I don't want to sound like I'm being conceited because it's like it's like, well, you said that you guys are all gonna do that. I know, I get it. Not everybody has the best living situation, but I don't want my kid to just feel like love was giving them the basic necessities. I want my kid to know that I love them, they are loved, and they can come to me about anything. Like, I want them to feel as happy as... Because I, cause a lot of people just, just don't be tapped in. <laughs> like, they don't be tapped in. They don't... They don't... They'll look at me and Tyler having 24 years in thinking, oh, y'all fuck with... Like, y'all are best friends because y'all have 24, in, 24 years in. No, 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 no. We are best friends. We are best friends because I've seen this nigga cry. I've seen this nigga laugh. I've seen this nigga angry. I've seen this nigga sad, depressed, high, drunk. I've seen this nigga in every single light. But he was still the same nigga. He was still being thorough. He was still being himself. He was still trying to figure out shit. He was still there for me. There was a time where he wasn't there for me, but I had no choice but to respect it because he said he could not be there for me. It. it I, I will say... It did hinder me a little bit and like my emotions and my expressions only because I had to respect it. There's not a lot of niggas in this world that would probably tell you like, like, cause one, well, one, most people are nosy. Like if we just keep it in the bean, like niggas like tea, niggas love knowing what the fuck people going on in people's business. That's why I say the healthiest thing you could do in the world is mind your business. Cause you don't have to worry about that shit. But like, a lot of niggas, even if they going through shit and they fucked up and they 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 really going through it, they nosy. 
They're going to want to know what's going on in your life if you feel the comfortable to tell them what's going on in your life. But I respected Tyler just because he was fucked up to the point where he felt like he couldn't help me. And that's real. Because a lot of motherfuckers would offer advice, but nigga, their house is burning down. Like, this is what you did. They'd be like, yo, they'd be this niggas that'd be like, yo, this is what you need to do to keep a girl. And kept one girl in their fucking lifetime. Got baby mama problems. Got all this other shit trying to give you advice. And you're like, huh? So I respect the nigga. Be like, no, I'm going through it. I, I, I cannot help you, Brian. And that's why, like, I fuck with Tyler because Tyler going to keep it on it. Like, there's not a, a, a conversation I feel like me and Tyler can't have. And I feel like a lot of people just need to realize that, like, it depends on the dynamic of your friendship. Like, it depends on what you need. Like, Tyler doesn't need me to go out to in order to fuck with me. Tyler doesn't need me to kick it with him all the single time to know to fuck with me. Like, Tyler knows he can come to me, and Tyler knows that if, like, we ain't really kicked it in a while, and, like, I, like I'm not a shallow person. Like, I, eventually I would come out and kick it with him, but it's just, like, he knows it's not a necessity for me to go out every single weekend because I know it's going to be there, like. You know, downtown has not changed since I've been there, except some rules and regulations. <laughs> like, this shit always going to be the same. But Tyler knows he can make that call if he needs to. Tyler knows that we can kick it if we need to. Tyler knows, like, knows what it is. And I think that's the beauty of our, like, dynamics and our relationships and friends. Like, a lot of people tr- respect how I move, and it doesn't come off as fake because that's how I move. Where a lot of people can't compute and go, Brian doesn't drink, Brian doesn't go out, so Brian don't fuck with me. No, that's nigga, that's not what it is. <laughs> I'm just not big on going out and drinking because the shit don't change. And, like, a lot of people just got to distinguish what love is and, like, why do you love this person? And what does this person do for you? And if this person, that's what I'm saying. Another thing, too, when I talk about love and the reason why I have these four up there is because Tyler, my grandma, my mom, my dad, well, maybe not my mom and my dad. They're, they're kind of like outliers with asterisks because I, I do technically live in their house. So, like, they, they don't fuck with me and cut me off. Nigga, I'm going to be homeless. <laughs> so they, they kind of outliers. They, they kind of outliers, but they still count. But if my mom and my dad do not, like, if I'm basically saying if those four do not do anything else for me in life they still solidified because it done so much already lopez is in that list too uh caleb's in that list there's obviously other people that are like i'm not mentioning but i'm just saying the upper echelon of like those four that i know that like for my life and i've always counted on and like i always respect and love is like those four like they could they cannot to this day they can stop fucking with me as far as doing anything for me. And they've still done it enough and then some for me. So I can never take that away from them. And something I put on Facebook um, is that I'm trying to learn how to be unloyal. Because loyal loyalty will lead you to blind places and lead you to a fucked up situation. Because you were trying to stay because you want to be loyal. I need to learn to commit to something. As cliche as it sounds, as pause as necessary, I am committed to Tyler because Tyler has always been there for me. So regardless, as long as this nigga don't lead me down the wrong path or no crazy shit, obviously I trust myself, but he'd never do that anyway. I'm committed to this nigga to the long haul. We locked in like this. That's twinning them. But same with my mom, same with my dad, same with my grandma, because they ain't going to leave me no goofy shit because they know I have dreams and aspirations. But everybody else, I think I'm going to stop 
not necessarily stop being loyal to, but I'm just I'm a, I'm either commit to it or not. And I feel like that's something that a lot of people didn't they look at themselves. So basically, yeah, that's why I brought it up. I think it's a great question to maybe ask on the first date. For sure. Because I feel like, you know, obviously you gave a great answer. And I'm sure there is maybe other people on your list, too. My mom gave a fucked up answer. I don't really. My mom an asshole. I ain't gonna lie. She, uh. It's almost like, it's almost like we need to switch moms wholeheartedly. Like, from birth. <laughs> right. Like, y'all would get along just fine. And me and your mom would get along. So, what's, I, I thought, like I said, I thought this was a great question. I was talking to some whole girls about it. And I, they, they, they kind of went the different route because they didn't want to say relatives. But I was like, okay. But, like. Nah, because I, I feel like it should be anyone that you love, period. Because, like, I don't want to take away if you only love three people and two of them are le- relatives. I don't feel like that's fair. But, so I asked my mom this question, right? And my mom has had some traumatic passings as far as me growing up. Um, so I was accepting anyone, you know, alive or dead. Because, like, if someone, like, made an impact, if someone fo- folded forged you into being you, you know, they should obviously count. So I'm thinking, like, you know, my mom... My mom had her mom pass or her brother pass, and they were really close. I'm thinking, like, you know, those two could possibly take one or two. You know, obviously, she's with my dad that created me, so clearly she has to like that nigga to some degree. So I'm thinking, like, I'm about maybe three, four. I mean, there's some brothers, too. Maybe I'm, like, five, six. I'm cool with that. Dead or alive, five, six, I'm cool with that. My mom names three things, three people. She go her mom. Mom passed away. R.P. Grandma, I love you. I'm cool with that. I respect that. Nigga gonna say God than money. Fam, how am I gonna compete with God and money? You broke as a motherfucker now. I, but that's what I'm saying. How am I gonna compete with God and money? So that's just out of the question right there. <laughs> and God, yo, she said that. I said, nigga, what <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> like, yo, mom, are you serious? My mom is so shallow. The what? Lord is everything that we desire to be, everything that we hope to be as far as good grace, as far as good positivity, um, anything in his will is, anything that he gives in his will is our power. Right, right. But that, I... So how the fuck you gonna... <laughs> that's what, bro, that's what I said. And the, the crazy thing is, she gave you two that you cannot even compete with at all, at all. So you you really just want to take that for what it is. I wouldn't even be mad at that. Matter of fact, I ain't even mad at that. Yo, and it was crazy too. I wouldn't even be mad at that. If it's I was, like if I was her son, bro. What's crazy too is like she started going into it. She was like, "Cause your money is something that I always want and I always need." Palms I feel like, always itching. But I, I feel like that. I never have enough. <laughs> I respect that. Palms always itching. But I'm like, yo, that's the reason you love money and the money's higher than me, your I son. I love money more than you. Okay. And then what was crazy too is I was talking to my dad about it. And actually, we was all downstairs. So I was talking to both of them about it. And my mom, asshole. So she started laughing. Like, she started cracking up. He'd be on like an episode of Power. And then, like, <laughs> that's funny. And then my dad. He started cracking up, but he he's just sits there and he gets quiet. I'm like, why? Like what? And he's like, nigga, I I could have told you that. <laughs> like, he's like, I, I already knew. That's why I don't ask nothing like that. He's like, shit, I know I'm bottom of the list. He's like, I might be higher than you because I got more money, but that's about it. 
<laughs> I'm just like, yo, y'all cannot be safe. They locked it. Like, they got synergy. But I'm like, yo, that is insane. Honestly, they came in this motherfucker without you, so. But that is insane. Like, <laughs> like my dad was like, yeah, I'm, I'm probably bottom of the list. I'm probably like, he's a 10, 11, 12. He's like, but I got some money, so. <laughs> really, they were, really, they were just following each other's vision, and you just pop, just so happened to come up. So <laughs> I thought that was crazy. I th- which is crazy as hell the thing if you parent it like as far as parent parent parenting and then like you know the the child goes is that like you could be tapped in with a motherfucker but you know the child can be like the extra necessity you know like you could already have this shit with or without it's kind of like what you were saying earlier we were going to get this with or without you so but see what I understand is like I'm assuming well let me ask were you playing you weren't playing right. What? Were you planned? Yeah. You were planned? Yeah, I was actually planned. What they about? actually wanted to have, like, Pops actually wanted to have me. Oh, that's what's up. So. I wasn't. I know you wasn't. See, you guys, first of all, <laughs> you ain't going to talk like I'm a mistake, baby. Chill out. Like <laughs> That's crazy. Because you ain't even got no siblings, so I already know. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That's fair. Never mind. You're right. I was a mistake, baby. Mistake, baby. But. What I understand is, like, I always thought that was so weird when people would be like, oh, you wasn't playing. I was like, nigga, if y'all weren't wearing condoms to begin with, wouldn't that be... be- as the re- as what happens after <laughs> Like, that. wouldn't that be a plan you at the point? Mad, yeah. <laughs> like, I if y'all, think about that heavily, too. Like, if y'all choosing to ignore condoms, like, uh, can't really say you wasn't playing. But... God gives the craziest blessings sometimes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, that was a crazy blessing indeed. Um, something I want to talk about, just to go on a positive note. I mean, that was a, that was a beautiful segment. Maybe y'all get something out of it. Hopefully, I don't know. Like if you have a soul, fuck Carmelo. Um, I want to talk about cheating. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Like that? <laughs> I didn't want to leave dead air, man. So I just had to think of something to say. <laughs> uh, but I want to talk about cheating. I guess there was an ins- instance where a player for an organization, like an esports team, I want to say it was like League or something like that. Maybe it was Valorant. I think it could have been Valorant. He basically cheated on his spouse and it became this big ordeal. And then they dropped him from the team, which they dropped him from the team means, means he can't enter tournaments, means he ain't get no pay, he ain't get no bread. He had to stop working. So my question to you is, for cheating, right? Is cheating like I, I get I get cheating if it comes to the workplace and like say shorty wilding out, she damaging your car, now it's a whole situation. I gotta leave work to call like I understand that. But I'm saying is cheating that big of a deal to where you should be dropped from like a sponsor or a brand or you should be fired. Like, what do you think? No. Why do you say no? Because cheating is something that happens as far as, like, relationships, as far as being... A, relation, a relationship is intimate, mm-hmm. you know, as far as that's personal and stuff like that. You never want to mix personal with business. So if, you, if you're going to take away... If you're going to take away all my assets and making money and making me making my bread and giving me my livelihood and giving me a roof over my head over some shit that was, you know, as far as in our 
in our own house as far as like nothing, anything crazy, but just cheating. You I mean, taking, some my, you taking away say, my bread just because of cheating? Some people would say cheating is crazy. I, I don't, because I think it's weird. Because like even like like the podcast, right? Say we up up. Like, it becomes an LLC, it becomes a business, we get a team, we hire a producer, we hire editors, like, we got a whole team. And I see that you say you're in a relationship, or I'm in a relationship, for the sake of the example, and one of us cheats on our significant other. I don't think you should have to leave the podcast or anything like that. And I know it's a podcast, it's not serious, but I feel like as long as your brand is not relationships and you being a healthy husband... Or a significant other that's like a That'd be different husband. as this podcast was with our significant others. Yeah. I feel like, that, yeah. That would definitely fuck that, up that. Be, that that's definitely fucking up some bags. Mm-hmm. But that's why I'm like, I don't know, it's a weird dynamic. Like, because first, because honestly, like, you wouldn't even know somebody's a cheater unless, like, so, social media has turned out certain things to a point to where you wouldn't even know if someone is a cheater, really. The only reason you would know about it is because someone would tweet it and then it might catch some steam. And then if it catches some steam, you know, niggas got troll. Word. Yeah. Words, words, words be spread out like mm-hmm. wildfire. And everybody got opinion on everything nowadays. So they want to like honestly, ostracize you too. Which is crazy because honestly, if one of us were to cheat right now, we really wouldn't know shit. It was more easier for us to cheat if we were in like, like high schoolers or we were still like really young. You know, cause we, cause, cause we fucked with niggas like that back then, mm-hmm. and the more DSM is so small, you know, word to mouth, everybody's gonna know everybody. Yeah. So like, we would definitely know, know who was who was running out on us when we was younger. Mm-hmm. I definitely knew. I got. The, I I definitely had word coming to me. Um, <clears throat> and then vice versa, but. <laughs> But yeah, man. Like if we were to do that shit right now, we really wouldn't know. I feel like we honestly wouldn't know. Well, I I just feel like we wouldn't know because one, we're not in the mix like that, and then two, I like to mess with a friend group now. Like if you were cheating, but you were cheating with someone, she had to know because it has to be proxy, right? Like most niggas are not going out of their way to like travel across state or take planes or whatever to cheat. I know. So um, I know one. Okay, that was insane. That I was, know a couple in particular, was, but that was you know. insane. I don't know shit, and I don't know shit. I'm being serious too, <laughs> but I just know that was crazy. But like, I don't know. I just don't feel like I don't, it's. It's just so weird because I feel like everybody want to pack everybody up now. But like, you got to think that if someone cheats in a relationship, there's the cheater and there's the cheaty. Like the, the like. The woman that, or whoever the the other participant is, has to have an idea, inkling that you're cheating. There's, there's, there's some. There's, it's fifty fifty. There's, I don't know if that's like true fifty fifty because, like, obviously, I don't have stats or nothing in my head because, like, how would you get that? But I'm assuming it's fifty fifty that, like, there's the there's a world of people who do not know that this person has a significant other, and they were just, you know, obviously talking to the person that they were attracted to. And then there's a world that do know that they have a significant other and they don't care. That's a different dynamic, too. I think as long as it doesn't physically affect, I mean, it, like, obviously the guy being a player, so it could have perfected, like, affected his performance. 
But as long as like fucking with somebody's psyche, because because you know self doubt, um, trust issues, obviously, um, mm-hmm. basically just feeling like a whole hearted shit, mm-hmm. and me being the cheater, being the cheaty, and me being everything in between as far as cheating, that shit kind of hurts. Yeah, that shit definitely hurts. It made me feel like I was like I was definitely like a piece of shit. Like I was just a rubber. Mm. Like I, um, like I was a day old soda. That's crazy. Yeah, flat soda, Sprite soda. Oh, uh, I I could taste it too. That's crazy. But um, <laughs> a flat soda, I could taste it. That's crazy. Like, cause I, at first I ain't gonna lie, I was thinking about this topic because I saw it like last week, and then I was thinking about it per day, and I was like, I was gonna come on a limb, I was gonna be on a limb here and say like, oh, I understand why somebody would cheat, but I didn't want to go that far, and I was like, ah, there's a world where you don't cheat, and then I was gonna say, uh, I understand that there, why somebody might have an open relationship. But then I was thinking about it. I was like, ah, I don't want to go out that far. And then I think what I came to in conclusion is that I was just talking to people who I generally had to make myself smaller in a in a sense of I couldn't be myself. Just because it's like, like with dynamics with women is like, if any inkling from this podcast, you could tell by me and Tyler, like I said before, there's ways where we're 10,000% opposites and then there's way and everything else is literally the exact same nigga. And I feel like me and Tyler are clear proof of people who could go from a serious ass conversation to some goofy ass shit to some regular shit to some goofy shit to some serious ass conversation. And that's how I like to be. And I noticed like with some, some women, like I'll say something in a playful manner or like, I'm a guy, I'll I be horny. I'll be one that like sex, especially if I'm talking to a girl, I'm like really interested in whatever, or like just flirt with and then like really be on that type of time. But I know that I can't be. So like I hinder myself of going off of what they want to do or what they want to talk about. And then also oftentimes like y'all know me. And like I literally just said early in the podcast, there's a lot of shit that I don't want to do. I have a lot of great ideas. There's a lot of stuff that I actually want to do. But I hinder myself just because it's like it's easier to follow your direction than trying you trying to convince you to follow mine. Especially when it's like you're not even in the same ballpark or vicinity of stuff that I want to do, or like my one thing. I am very like I don't even know what the word is, but like if my one thing gets shut down, then it's very rare that I suggest another thing. Because I have a million different ideas, but it's like, if you're not going to fuck with the entry-level thing, then it's not even point trying to convince you over here. Right. And I, I so, like, that's why, because I was really going to come in here like, oh, maybe I can understand why someone cheats, because, like, there's days where I just generally want to fuck. Like, it has nothing to do with what you got going on. There's nothing to do with, like, I just, I'm just horny in the moment. But that's you know? short, that's short, that's short term, though. Yeah. I mean, but even then, it'd be like, it just depends on the day, really. Because it, it, it doesn't necessarily mean that I don't love this person. It's just so more so means is like I just want to act at this. Right. And then I, I was thinking that like, uh, yeah, well, I was, but that's why I went to open relationships. And then I was like, maybe, I was like, nah. And then maybe I was like, I'm not with my person. But even then, like, what I noticed is just people are just people. Like, there'll be a, like, I, I can't just, like as a woman, it's a different dynamic. She has her own relationship or like own ideology and feelings and stuff like that. Like, 
Like she, there could be it, roles could be flipped. Like there, there could be a day where she just won't fuck, and then I'm like in my head mentally overthinking everything in this and the third. Like, but I just have to find my person to where I don't feel limited. Cause I be hate, bro. I don't know if you feel this way, but I be hating that. Like where you just want to like have a silly, goofy conversation with a girl you like fucking with or vibing with, and then you say something goofy, and then she just hits you with her day, and she's so serious. I'm just like, oh. She tell you stop playing all the time. Mm-hmm. And she, you look like you really, and it, it's 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 wraps for the rest of the night because like after you after you can only play with a girl so much and like be goofy and she trying to be serious to where you just a goofy that entire week for the rest of the week or whatever. Because mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> I, I I've definitely been there. Because like every sometimes I'd be scared to crack a joke. Like I generally be scared. Like I'm just like, and I think that's why. I don't give a damn. I'm cracking jokes. I'm, I'm doing. I'm doing whatever, you know, to put a smile on your face or at least try to brighten your day up. I don't give a fuck what was going on at work. You know, I'm I'm here for you now. So you know, you can tell me about your day, and then I'm gonna end it with like a. I'm gonna end it with like a like a joke. So I don't. That's know. how I'm always is. But maybe that's what I'm saying. Maybe I just haven't found the person that I could just feel like that way with. And I'm not saying like when I say this stuff too. Please. Please know, like, if you are a woman I have dealt with in the past, or if you are someone who's a potential in the future, you know, call me. Um, or if you're just someone that's listening to this podcast thinking you can know me off the strength of what I say. I know when to be fucking serious. It's not like, I'm right, like, right, yeah. like it's a serious-ass conversation. I'm still trying to find the, the punchline to where I can make a joke. No, I'm not being that. But I'm just saying it's like, like, I've always looked at like real conversations I've had has been with women. Yeah. And I mean, like I've always looked at like relationships and certain dynamics as in like my escape from the world. <laughs> like I, I, I would love to have a serious conspiracy conversation with a lady, but I also want to have some goofy shit. I also want to flirt, especially if this is my baby. Like, yeah, I want all of it. Well, if I know you don't give a fuck about, you know, that as far as like, you know, like conspiracies and stuff like that, or like any type, any or just type anything, of genre or anything. I'm not even going to entertain it because I know that's not how you rock. But so. then that'd be the thing, though, is like sometimes because like I feel like then you go out trying to find the one that rocks. Yeah, I just want you to be able to have the conversation because I think to this day, I don't even like I don't even know if, like just recent women that I've dealt with. I'm like dead ass trying to think. I don't even know if I really talked to him about the podcast. Like I don't like. I think half of them might know I have a podcast, or like gaming in general. Like what I actually do with gaming. Like it's just certain shit. Like it's like di- different dynamics of that. It's just like maybe I'm not talking about myself enough, but I don't want to sound conceited. But it's like I'm also the type of person like. Yeah, because I don't like I don't even when like like if you know if I'm on Tinder or like uh, like type of social like dating sites where I'm like just like talking to a female in general like I want to actually get to know her like I don't want to just talk about the podcast or what I'm doing or what you know like what you know I do for fun or what my fucking favorite color is I'm trying I'm, I'm really just trying to get to know you, you. like I'm, I'm a people pleaser like that I guess you know? I, I just wanted to be where like you like you ask because you really want to know, or you really want to talk about it. Don't ask me nothing you don't want to talk about. I really give a, fu- uh, give a fuck about my favorite color. That's what's up. 
Which is crazy because, like, I don't know, navy blue has always been my favorite. I love navy blue. Mm. I, I'm a dark colored guy, so I gotta have like, like blues. I can't do royal blue. That's too. That's too. That's too bright for me. It's gotta be like a dark blue, like a navy or indigo. Mm. Um, University blue, mm. Detroit blue, Yankee blue, Tiger blue. Yeah, all that. Mm. So, yeah, they they actually they actually think that's pretty. They actually they actually think that that's kind of cool that my favorite color is actually a shade instead of an actual color. That's dope. Um, well, let's get into some of these topics because, like I said, I'm not not saying like I'm trying to get packed up this episode, but there's a lot of things I'm just kind of like eh, about. Um, so did you see you saw Rihanna's Vogue magazine cover with? Her baby, and then obviously ASAP Rocky, and ASAP Rocky was in the background. Happiest dad ever. Uh huh. And kudos to him. I mean, everybody was like, "Well, you see, Rihanna run that relationship. Yeah, she runs shit." I was like, "Okay, whatever." That's not even what I'm here to talk about. That's a different conversation for a different day. Might be right. That's a different conversation for a different day. Um, in the article, Rihanna called her baby fine because I think she has a boy, right? Yeah. But she called her baby fine, and there was people that had gripes and 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 different opinions about it. In which I'm like fifty fifty on, just because it's like we're not used to the term "fine" being used and to describe a aspect to describe a baby, yeah. But also at the same time, it's Rihanna's kid. And if she feels like her baby's fine, or if she use like if she uses fine, how she uses handsome, like I've I've heard that Well, obviously, I don't think so either. But like I've I've heard babies being called handsome or cute. But the way my brain thought about it, and because at first I saw, I was like, oh, she called him fine. All right, that's true. I was like, yo, that's different. But then I just kept it pushing. But then it was like one of those things on social media where you constantly see it. So now you really have to like sit there and think about it. And I'm like, yeah, that's definitely different. But I don't really see an issue. The The moment I saw an issue is if I had a son and saying my son was cute, adorable, handsome, all that. And uh, I don't like how you size me up like that. Like my baby ain't going to be cute, handsome, or adorable. Chill out. But. I gotta see what your woman looks see, like. See, that's so crazy, bro. <laughs> that's crazy. But I, when I thought about it, like if I was say in the park walking with my baby, or whatever, and like you know, random man or woman came up to my baby, oh your baby's so cute, thank you. Oh your baby's so handsome, thank you. Your baby's fine. I paused. I real life paused thinking about it in my head. I was just like, oh. So that's where if people want to say that's kind of weird, I'm kind of with you on that. But that's also because we just don't use that word to describe babies. Like when I think fine, I think like an old, not, not even an older mature. Like I think of a, like, like a woman our age. Or I think of like an older lady saying that's a, that's a fine young man. Like. Like it's usually described like older people rather than young people. Or How older people use fine is like a term of endearment more than anything. 
That's yeah. a fine young man right there. That's a that's a damn good man right there. Oh, I say fine. I say fine. Like if I'm talking to one of the homies, I'm like, damn, she's fine as hell. Like I say it like that. Yeah. So how do you feel about it? I don't have no other I don't I mean, now that you told me that, I really I really don't have no no um opinions about it. I mean, that's her kid. And if she want if she if she wants to call her her child fine in a light in which she's she's portraying it as, mm-hmm. then, then so be it. And not to mention, it was I think it, if I'm not mistaken, it was from the Vogue article, and it says so fine. So for all we know, I could have been out of context. Well, no, well, I mean, I don't know. I think it could have been in context, but for all we know, is how she said it. She could have been like, "My baby's so fine." Like she could have yeah. said it playfully. Like she could have. She did. Like there's a world where you say you're fine, and then there's a world where you like you so fine. Face. Like yeah, I'm saying like playing around and all this stuff. And also, it's like. Like I, I ain't gonna put I ain't gonna put much effort into like detail into like thinking about it honestly. It's just not a word I would use, but it's not like out of the ordinary. Not in this day and age, no. Cause I don't outside of like I, I've never really heard fine to be used to to describe a baby. But the way the way I see it though is like I know I can't use that word. Like, if I see a random baby, and I go up to a random family, and I said, that's a cute baby. I feel like I could get cute off. I feel like I could get adorable off. But if I say fine, they're taking me to jail. They're throwing me under. They're throwing my black ass underneath the jail. Don't let it be a white family either. Now, yeah, they definitely throw twice. They're going to throw me over. So... But see, I, and I feel like you well, feel they might as well put you in the oven. He, <laughs> whoa, that was crazy. But I feel like you would feel the same way, no? About what? Like your chances with the words of describing a baby, probably cute, adorable. I don't look at babies like that. Babies sometimes be ugly as hell. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going with it. <laughs> so like. Like me, ba- babies be babies be irritating as hell to me <laughs> sometimes. So like I don't look at them in that kind of light anyway. So you know, until they actually get to moving around, like I like my like my nephew, like like my mom my mom always used to be like, oh he has he kind of has like your like your big brown eyes. I was like, that's an ugly ass baby. Shut the fuck up. I ain't, I ain't trying to hear none. I ain't trying to see no pictures of. Uh, I, I was not trying to see no pictures of that nigga until he was like grown enough to where like I could actually see like facial features of Carl, me, and then I'd be like, oh yeah, 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 he, yeah, he, me. That's that. That's all me right there. That's handsome right there. And nigga but said other, his nephew that, is you ugly. Know, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm cool on toddlers. I'd be like, oh yeah, you know, yeah, it's a nice little baby. But other than that, you know. <laughs> I'm not really tripping all that. I've seen your baby pictures. I ain't gonna go into it. The fuck you mean? What? The fuck you mean? Fuck you mean what I mean? You wasn't you wasn't too you wasn't looking too good either, bro. That's insane. That's hate. I'ma say this. That's hate. I'ma say this though. I'ma say this though. Check this out though. You look better then than what you do now. 
Did you just call me ugly twice? I don't know. You take it how you want, bro. Nigga just called me ugly twice. Nigga, you take it how you want, bro. Nigga said my baby press just wasn't shit, but I look better than I, I do now. I don't know, bro, because, like, when I saw your baby picture, no. I don't know, bro, because when I saw your baby picture, that shit was, like, all old and crumbled up and shit. So maybe it was just, like. Yeah, like, your baby pictures was old and crumbled up. Nigga, we came from this. We're the same year, bro. Mine's ain't. Mine's all, mine's all staying in a photo book, bro. They're good. So are mine. I don't know, but the way you're like, hold on, let me go to your Instagram because you. Because they're on Instagram, I took a picture of a picture. That shit was not it. I'm about to hit this nigga over the head with the fucking mic. Yo, what's up with you, my nigga? You ain't got to do that. What you on right now? This nigga crazy. How you spell your whack ass name, nigga? Yo, that's hate. Why are you hating? This nigga struggling with my Instagram. I hope, I hope you don't find it, nigga. Patty ass nigga. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just put a B in there and see what the fuck I'm up. <laughs> and then, yeah, like, don't show that. Don't show fucking YouTube my baby. I ain't gonna show your ugly ass, bro. Yo, you gotta, nigga, shut the, bro. What's up with you? Mm-mm. What's up with Cuz right now? He's really going through my Instagram and it's just shaking his head. What you shaking your head for, my nigga? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I don't fuck with dude. Oh man, I just did that. I don't fuck with. I'm dude. mad. All that shit I said earlier in the podcast, I take it back. I'm, fuck it. I'm mad as hell. I just had to do that. I think bogus is it? Oh no! Shut Fair. up, bro. What? Stop, bro. Stop. <laughs> We got a podcast to do. You got to be entertaining. Turn that I shit off. I should never. Hey, yo, y'all want to see? Uh, I, bro, I, I see, promise. Yeah, like, like that should look. Yo, you, yeah. What's up with you, bro? What's up with you right now? I don't know. Maybe the frame was fucked up, bro. But I don't know. You, you really just showed. I'm not clipping this shit, bro. That suit was too big, bro. I'm a bait, nigga. Anyway. We go on to the podcast, man. Rate the shit five stars on the Apple Podcast, uh, Spotify, um, wherever you stream this wonderful podcast. Laugh at us, bro, because we give you the funny every single time, whether it be from Prince Hurd over here or whether it be from Tyler Libra. We give it to you double, double, double the funny, double your fun, man. So, you know, rate this shit and uh, subscribe, please. Please and thank you. Now, let's get back to it. Um. Yeah, I know I was an ugly ass baby too. I was fat as hell, light skin as hell. I look like Marshall Boo, bro. You had cheeks, like yo. I had cheeks, bro. I was yeah. But um, yeah, I'm just going to little Duval's tweets. I was not a fine ass baby. I'm gonna go into little Duval's tweets because the other segue I had that shit was weird as hell. I already I ain't gonna I lie that nigga was talking about yeah. Having Justin Bieber R word his daughter and him, then I think he said something along the lines is like when his daughter gets a period, he's gonna have to be the first one to see her or something. I ain't gonna lie. To me, Lil Duval was always that weird nigga in that category, right? He really was. I I, I really didn't fuck with that nigga. See, I'm not gonna say that. Because I always thought musically he was very talented, and there's some songs I do fuck with. As far as a comedian, I just didn't think that nigga was kind of funny. He was funny for um, Guy Code. 
I think it was funny, especially him and Charlemagne. They had a great dynamic. They did have a great dynamic. But I say all that to say that, to me, certain wild niggas, um, I'm not saying I'm giving them a pass. I'm not surprised when they do wild things. And not to mention, that was 2012 that those tweets were from. I don't think Lil Duvall. They oh, them bitches up. Well, they, they do and they don't. Basically, how anyone finds someone's front fact for Twitter users out there. Basically, how anyone finds your old tweets of you saying the N word or anything like that is they just put the at that you have and then they search then they the word. So I don't know what words Buddy was searching, but he was clearly searching something to to pack up Lil Duval. Like when I first it was saw the, the R word, it was either daughter or something. Like when I first saw it, I thought Lil Duval had something coming out, or he said some kind of controversial opinion. Like I thought there was niggas searching this for a reason. I but I didn't see anything like that, so I was really confused. But yeah, the tweets were from 2012, and what's crazy too is like if they were from 2012, that was probably around. Guy cold time, so it was like, nigga, how did you not get packed up back then because of those tweets? Because you was kind of on right when Guy cold came out, right? But I don't. They were weird tweets, but I don't. I don't know. Like, I I'm guess, not surprised by it. I don't know. Those tweets were kind of nuts. They were nuts as hell for that nigga, and they were very distasteful. But at the same time, he he was always a weirdo little nigga to me. So I kind of chalked it up to his legacy. But that's I'm why like, I, I chalked it up to him just being a wild nigga. Like I just think like I think wild niggas brains is different. Like I'm not I'm not gonna put that on your body. But you were definitely a wild nigga. There's not a lot you could do to where I wouldn't be surprised anymore. Right. But and so, like, once I feel like people put people in certain categories, is is not as surprising. Um, but like, even though like I thought that was weird tweets, but kind of in the segue, I I'll, I'll use this for more so the segue we go into rather than this. Like, I don't think of Little Duvall any different. If that I don't helps or not. Like, I don't. I think I should pack this nigga up and never speak about Lil Duvall again, but I don't think I'm checking for Lil Duvall's music. Like, I, I follow him on Instagram, but that's about it. Like, that's not... Like, you I'm checking not, for his music prior? Yeah, he got some slaps. Lil Duvall. He got some slaps, bro. He 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 got a song with Ty Dolla Sign that's really good. He got a song with Snoop Dogg. Like, he got some some actual credible, like, people. And he makes, he makes like, a... Like an old R&B type of sound song. He's not really rapping. He's just... Yeah, you got some slaps. Is, a, is it a car ride home or is it a or is a function type of song? You got both. You got it. No, he, he do. He, uh... Because he definitely got one. Shout out to Sippy. We, uh... We definitely played one. I played a few at work, and we had the whole work jumping, and everybody was kind of like... Jumping for what? They were fucking with the music. Got it. And uh, so that was kind of a function in a way. Um, I hate the new change they did to Hinge. Like, you don't like it? Nah, because you got to spend the bread, bro. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that shit. That shit's... Yeah, that's that's over with. That's OD. But, um... 
Yeah, man. I don't know. I don't look at Duvall any less or more. But so the segue I was going to go into now, I guess, for the sake of the conversation, is uh, Chris Brown. Chris Brown has some strong opinions. Obviously, when he lost the the Grammy, he was like, "Who the fuck is this nigga?" Turns out this nigga is just super talented and super good, and. Yeah, good for him. Head crazy as hell now, but but also we gotta be the entertainment. So Chris Brown has some choice words because they only do this because he he teased the picture of him and was that Cole Bailey, Cleo Bailey, Cleo Bailey. But is that the right one? Her name is Cleo. Well, I'm saying she has a sister. Yeah, I don't know where Haley. I think is Haley the one doing Disney uh Little Mermaid? No, it's Chloe. Okay. So then then Haley's the one making music. Yeah. So then yeah, Haley and Chris Brown teased the picture of them having music coming out. And they pretty much was trying to like not fuck with Haley because she has a song coming out with Chris Brown. So then that's when Chris Brown kind of snapped, saying, Yo, I basically made a mistake when I was seventeen years old and y'all still but you awesome. did. We did. Uh, y'all still ostracize me and still try to get me canceled, still try to pack me up or fu- not fuck with anyone I work with. But y'all glorify this blue face and Chris Sean relationship every single fucking day. And y'all watch it. And Which they do. But you do, too. But so my question to you is, it is something that he did truly forgivable? To where you could forget it. And then two. What do you think about his argument point? I think you got to look at the person moving forward and what they'll be able to do to reconcile the pain or the trauma that he gave. And if they're true to that, if they're true to actually like moving forward and making a change for themselves to where they're never going to do that again or they don't want to put that person in that and giving that person that type of trauma again, then I, I think, I think it is, I wouldn't say on it all. It all really depends on how. Cause Rihanna forgave him, forgave him at least in an interview. I don't know if they, he, she really did that. I don't know what kind of terms they are on. They don't have to be on speaking terms. They just have to. Well, I mean, as far as like. Yeah, like that. that on mm -hmm. that subject. Mm Mm-hmm. But forgivable. If you're, like I said, if you're making all those, if you're making all those moves to go in the right direction, then yes. Also, yes. Can you honestly say that Chris Brown has, though? Because if we being honest, like... Do we actually know, though? I don't think he has. I don't think we know. I don't think he has because he's, he's shown violent nature. Like, he's shown... Like, nigga, there was a time when he was fucking with Karuchi. This nigga told Karuchi, I'll... Karuchi. I mean, Karuchi, Karuchi. Kakarot. But anyway, this nigga, okay, now you're choking. Now you fucking be up. Karuchi, he told her he was going to the store and then was on 
courtside seats Lakers game with Rihanna. Christmas Day. I was like, nigga, you, that had to be the worst fucking lie. You know she could see you, right, my nigga? (laughs) You're courtside with Rihanna. Like, they panned in right on you, nigga. Like, he did that. I think Crucci also had a restraining order, and, like, she said that they had a kind of a abusive relationship. I don't think it I don't know if it was physical or not, so I'm not going to say put that on his body or anything like that. This nigga also beefed with Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean has been a nigga that just really be in the cut riding bikes in New York, minding his business. Same birthday. Shout out to Frank. But, like, it's like Chris Brown hasn't really helped himself either. And then even just, like, last week about the Grammys, he spazzed the fuck out. And then posted the apology, and the apology kind of seemed shallow. Like, hey, brother, you know how they treat us blacks against each other. You should ain't been in the category, but we need to stick together. It's Black History Month. And during Black History Month. So it's like, Chris Brown, I'm not saying that Rihanna didn't play a part in the relationship. I heard he's a colorist, too. Like, he don't fuck with black girls. That that was untrue, because there was, like, two black girls to his right. I just feel like that's the agenda they're pushing now, which is kind of crazy. But I feel like... That's just some, that's just something to yeah. I, f- I feel like Chris Brown doesn't help his case. It's kind of like the Tory thing when Tory had that whole allegation. Well, no, he did the shit. He but did the shit when he had that whole thing with Meg The Stallion. He was still moving aggressive. Like he was still trying to beef with niggas. He was still trying to act big and bad. And it's like, bro, like take you, time off for yourself. Work on yourself, bro. Get I, the fuck out of the light. Well, not not even that. Not even that. If you really want people to accept that you've changed and that you didn't make that mistake. Don't be out here moving like you didn't make a fucking mistake. Right. Move like, move correctly. Move like you don't want no problems. Chris Brown moved like he still wish a nigga would. I don't know if that's just a VA thing because you don't trade songs out here wilding too. But like, yo, it's just like you want forgiveness and you want people to let shit go. But it's like every time we see Chris Brown for when it's not music, it's always some controversy. It's rarely ever anything good. I do applaud him, and I'm glad that he kept the receipts for Shorty, who he kind of, like, had a relationship with and then left her alone, and then she tried to say that, like, he raped her or some shit. Like, she really put that on his body. So I, I do feel bad for him because I feel like he gets put in a lot of situations to where he's constantly having to defend himself. Even now, it's like, like to me, I feel he like... He's been getting no peace. But that's also if it depends on how you live, and if you live in hell, you're never gonna get, not gonna not feel hot. Um, like to me, I feel like essay and like assault are one of those things to where I don't know if I could personally forgive someone. Like I, because when I was talking, I was talking to some homegirls, and they were like, "Yeah, people need to forgive them." That's seven third. But I was like, also, I kind of put it in the situation of like what. What if, like, like prime instance, because we both went to the same high school, all four years, all that. What if Chris Brown or, like, a nigga like Chris Brown that was in that exact same situation did something his freshman year and, like, we went to high school with that nigga and then now it's to the current day? And then I, when I put that situation out there, I don't know if I could rock with dude. I wouldn't necessarily have a problem with dude and Duke, but I don't know if I could, I could rock with him. All right. Like, I don't know if I'd be buddy-buddy. It Obviously, different dynamics or changes if it was, like, a best friend, if it was a brother. Like, obviously, that shit. But, like, as far as, like, someone I know, not saying I fuck with dude, not saying I wish he burned in hell and hope he gets canceled, 
but I just, I just, I it would just be surface value or face value, and I just would keep it pushing. And I feel like that's how I feel with Chris now, because I, I still listen to Chris Brown music, like I still listen to his albums, but I don't know if I'd buy a ticket. I don't know if I want to meet this nigga, adapt this nigga up. I mean, I might interview him, I guess, but that'd be more so off the strength of work rather than me actually, Pleasure. yeah, fucking with him. But that's how I feel about certain celebrities, and I feel like a lot of people put so much weight behind these celebrities that it's kind of like, I can see a world where Chris Brown is like, y'all niggas don't know me, y'all don't even know what the situation was, y'all just saw the picture, and Rihanna admitted to having played a role in that, obviously, whatever role she fucking played, I'm saying this as be heard, as a representation of be heard in my thoughts and opinions, whatever role she played didn't deserve the fucking Never. face that she had, but I... It's, it's just hard for me. Like, a part of me does feel bad because I think to the second question that I ask, I think, uh, Blueface, I think Chris Brown is 110% right because, like, yo, y'all cannot criticize me when y'all literally you're seeing a crazy seeing abuse before our very eyes like y'all, in the streets. Y'all seeing a relationship, y'all seeing a relationship worse than like Ike. Well, I don't know about Ike and Ike Tina. and Turner because, yeah. That's a different time frame. I wasn't allowed to see but that. But, like, like a, a self-destructing relationship. That's why I, I can was, see that. So, like, maybe, like, Whitney and Bobby. I don't know. Like, a, like a self-destructing relationship. And y'all are glorifying this. And, like, y'all saying relationship goals. And y'all always care about what they say. Like, I don't even follow Blueface or Shorty. I don't. But they're always on my timeline. Like, they're always. They're impossible to get off somebody's my timeline. Somebody's retweeting it. Somebody's liking it. Some, there's always going to be a person that's going to be indulging in that type of behavior and it don't even have shit to do with them it, it don't it don't even have anything to do with our Krishan Krishan Rock and Blueface don't have anything to do with our personal life whatsoever everyday life whatsoever bro they sure don't and we are so enamored in what they are and who they are it's crazy so like I just say <sighs> I just I I I don't know. I don't, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't put that much weight or merit on Chris Brown until I see it in the news. But at the same time, it's like, can he really be forgiven? I, me personally, I just feel like to go all the way back and to actually answer this question is like, it depends on the actions he does. I don't think he really moves as if he wants to be forgiven. He kind of still moves like a wild nigga. He's not wilding out like he did, but. I mean, hell, like, Carucci was definitely, like, worried for her life. And they had a, a weird dynamic, too. And I just I just feel like I hope he gets help. I hope he does change. And, I mean, he said he's 33. He has a daughter now. So, maybe, you know what I'm saying, he's finding peace. And he could be working towards that. But I, me personally, like, stuff will bother me when I see comments about the podcast or, like, a YouTube video. And that bothered me for a little bit. I couldn't imagine being Chris Brown. Because I'm sure he probably has people in his life that's like, tell him the KYS and all this other shit. And, like, hope, praying on his downfall. And probably saying the most delicious shit they could. Because everybody loves Rihanna. Rightfully so. But it's just like, yo, at some point in time, like, my nigga. Like, this nigga gotta live his life. Yeah. So it's such a weird, such a weird dynamic. Such a weird, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. I just hope he finds peace one day, man. I hope that 
he lives the life that he wants to envision for himself. Because right now, all this shit, bro, it ain't it. Yeah. Because I know, like, if I did something that I, I extremely regret and was sorry for. I'd be out the way. Yeah. Especially every time you come back, niggas hate you. I, I just think it's nasty just because it's also the women. I get why it's the women that people do it too because it's like obviously he put his hands on a woman but like you don't see that for drake really you don't see that for like male artists and everybody's all like they love the song like you nigga no guidance went crazy fucking like hella chris brown songs went crazy and niggas still play this shit niggas play that shit so it's like do you really not fuck with this person or like what is the dynamic like why is it like you fuck with rihanna more and it's like if she forgave him if this is a celebrity thing, then just say that, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's such a it's such a weird dynamic. No. I just saying stop glorifying the, the bad shit and then if a nigga's trying to get his life together. But then like that's what I said. I think it just look at look at them as the man, the father, and the person. I think that's the Chris Brown problem is like just three weeks ago, he was just arguing with a black man who literally did nothing but make a great album and won a Grammy for it. It's like Chris Brown, like you can't say you want this, but then show that. Like, not niggas ain't saying you can't be emotional, but you just move like a nigga that didn't learn the lesson. Right. So I feel like people are trying to teach the lesson, and the song might slap. I just don't feel like Shorty should get canceled because she's working with an artist. Like artistically, Chris Brown is one of them, but I don't know. But also at the same time, like if if one of my home homegirls is like, "Yo, I don't fuck with Chris Brown because what he did," and I'll never fuck with him, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue her that that's her right, right. Um, last thing on the show notes, and I'm not gonna lie, I wouldn't be opposed to ending a podcast way before two hours like we usually do, but. The NBA All-Star weekend was this past weekend. Yeah, sure was. In Salt Lake. I ain't gonna lie. I was asleep for most of it. In Salt Lake, Utah. Um, I forgot dude's name that won the dunk contest, but he was... He was he killing shit. He was killing shit. And then the other... The, the dunk contest was okay. Three-point contest was okay. I mainly want to talk about the All-Star game. Our... Sports are all star games being ruined by sports because obviously we saw what happened with the NFL and the Pro Bowl, but the NFL is a weird dynamic just because it's like if you really want people to go hard and try, nine times out of ten people are gonna get hurt, and the whole point of the all star game is to see the best in the world but not to get hurt. So then that's why they kind of switched it to a flag football game because they weren't really tackling. So like the last. Motherfuckers aren't going to be happy anyway. If you're a sports fan of both uh, NBA or NFL, you're not going to be happy either way because niggas is crossing over like, why don't they just do what the All-Star did? Okay, they're trying to do what the All-Star did. They're having these games. They're having these little outings and stuff like that. Oh, that's just whack as hell. Why don't they just do what the, what, what, uh, what the um, Pro Bowl did? Like, what do you want? Like, what are you like, – what? What do people want to see in a All Star Weekend or a Pro Bowl Weekend? Well, they, what is it that an athlete can do? Well, they used to be competitive. Like Kobe, Kobe Bryant. Like I seen two TikToks. 
And Kobe, I ain't, I ain't gonna lie. Like I fuck with Kobe. Like the older I get, I'm like, damn. Like he really had like that dog in him. Like his chest would just show nothing but dogs. But that nigga was crazy too, because he said like he was like a young guy, and I want to say this is like early 2000s, but it, it's not as past Froby. Like he's established. He's obviously Kobe Bryant. I guess he had like 18 points in the All Star game. But he sat out the whole, like, I think he sat out some of the third and then all the fourth. And George Carl was the coach. And George Carl, if you didn't know, he coached the Nuggets, I think, around the early 2000s or whatever. So then Kobe was like, it was my mission to, to bust his ass in this playoff series. Like, that's so, like, it's something you wouldn't think about. It's like, yo, you didn't sit, you sat the whole fourth quarter of all-star game, but Kobe was so pissed that he sat the whole fourth quarter that every time he played the nuggets in the playoffs, he went berserk on them. Like, cause of that reason, cause I'm a, I'm a bust. Your ass. I'm like, yo, Kobe is different. And I think, um, yeah, in that same interview, Kobe was saying like, yeah, the all-star game isn't competitive as it once was like, it mattered. He's like, it's pretty much the best players in the world playing against each other. But, Kind of to the point of, like, where people are like, should they play 82 games and load management and stuff like that? Like, the NBA is such a different game than it was when even Kobe was playing. The NBA is, like, some of the best athletes in the world, and, like, you constantly have to move to get open. And then even when you move to get open, like, you have to create a shot because... It kind of brings up the question, should the... Should the All-Star game get pushed back before finals? No. No. I think you run into the NFL problem. The season's long as hell. The season is long as hell, so I don't think... It's hard to convince me to try hard when basically my season's over. Well, you got to think about it. Give or take... NBA mid June. Yeah, but what you're not taking into consideration is if it's all stars, it's all star voting. So all stars, all stars, and all star voting is <clears throat> going to lead to the most popular players. There's not a lot of scrubs or a lot of like B star tier players that are not in the playoffs. Especially with the NBA, there's 30 teams, 16 of them get in the playoffs. Not gonna have no scrubs off the fucking no offense Houston Rockets in the All Star game. So it's like a lot of the players that was in the playoffs playing maybe a hundred plus games. If you went far, now you're asking them to play in an All Star game, and like kind of to Kobe's point of like saying it's not competitive no more and like it used to matter because it was the best players in the world and it was playing a pickup basketball like in hindsight being 2020 you would want to see it but now the way that social media is and the way that life is now you're more than likely going to see the best players in the world at like LA Fitness and they're going hard there so I don't know. It's it's a, such a weird dynamic because it's like, like I thought it was Olympics at the Y. Yeah, <laughs> that's how they be treating it. But it's the off season, so it makes sense. You're like you're getting better iron sharpens iron, and you haven't had a hard intense practice since probably the season. But like as a like Denver Broncos fan and a Boston Celtics fan in basketball, like I don't 
want my niggas to go too hard to where they f- get fucked up in an All Star game. Like, I can give a fuck less. But that's the play. That's the that's the fan in me because it's like I want Jason Tatum and I want Jalen Brown and all my my teammates to be or team players of my team to be a hundred percent healthy. And it's because it's like you're not gonna get the the Kobe aspect of it. I just don't think you are, and I I don't think you will when there's no real representation. Like it used to be East versus West, so it used to be a pride thing, and it used to I think. Because I think in baseball, there's an incentive of to where it's like American and national, and I think whoever wins gets home field advantage in the World Series. Series, yeah. Which, say, NBA could do that. All right, whoever wins East versus West, y'all get home field advantage during the finals. I think that's something that you could easily implement and something you could easily see niggas trying. Right. Because, like, if I'm out the East and I know I have a clear path to the finals, well, East, I think is – well, I don't know now. This may be ignorant, ones. but does NHL have an all-star game? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They have an all-star weekend, too, mm. and all that stuff. Um, But – What dates? I don't know, but I know it's a weekend, too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know all that. But, like, I say all that to say that, like, even, like, probably hockey. I don't know what people want. Like, I – if you said the All Star game was mid, sure. But nigga, I, I don't know. I get like if you want to see people play defense, I get it. Like if you're if you're one of them, I understand. But at the same time, it's like it's a it's an All Star game. Like I don't know. I don't need LeBron to go try hard mode in the middle of the seasons when it's supposed to be a vacation. Y'all would go buckshot crazy if LeBron dropped like 40, 50 points in an all-star game. Mm-hmm. Which he has, by the way. I mean, Jason Tatum got the MVP for 55, but like. That nigga showed out. I mean, I don't know. Like, that's that's where I'm at with sports right now. It's he's like. the MVP race, so like, he really. Yeah, but he's been struggling the past few weeks before the break. But I mean, maybe the break was a good thing to get his confidence back and you know, have him playing again. I just, I don't know. I just feel like people are bored at this point because it's like we're, we're talking about all star games. Like when did like I've always watched all star games and enjoyed watching them, but I feel like now niggas is just mad at every all star game. But also, I guess with the with the NBA at least, there was a lot of stars missing. Like Devin Booker was out, Kevin Durant was out, Curry was out. Um, Giannis left early. LeBron left early. That, that man got a layup and then tagged out. <laughs> yep. And I think I don't think Harden was there. Harden wasn't there. There's a lot of people who could be potential all stars to make it fun and make it this and the third that just didn't play or wasn't there. So I mean, it just it just depends on the all star game. I mean, shit. I don't know who's gonna be the Kobe again, but maybe if we get another player like Kobe, I doubt it because that was a generational talent. But who knows? Maybe it'll change the de- different dynamics. So then, especially when it's like you're asking these guys to play 82 games, most of the guys are like most of these elite level, uh, basically anyone that's an all-star is probably the star of the team or the second best option on the team, so they're playing at least 30 to 35 minutes a game against the best in the world. They got to run, go back and forth. They're still back-to-back nights and stuff like that. It's like you're asking a lot of these players. 
And everybody said, oh, but the players back in the day. The players in the back of the day didn't have to worry about no fucking Curry, no fucking Giannis, no Jokic, no Embiid, like, no LeBron. <laughs> Nigga, shut up. No Kevin Durant. Y'all was scared of Jordan. And that's it. And that's it. Like, man. Larry, maybe. Yeah, man, I don't know. Yeah, I'm glad everybody had fun, you know, because that's what All Stars All Star Weekend is about. You know, everybody had fun, got their laughs off, got their Shaq video camera recorded quarters out. You see when he grabbed Drewski's, like, he kept rubbing Drewski's head. He's <laughs> like, I ain't bald, nigga. Hey. The first thing that came to mind was with that nigga that was, when Nas was up stage on stage rapping, and the nigga just swiped his hand across his face while he was rapping. That was Nas. That's- that was Nas. That's crazy. That's wild that he let that yeah, happen. Yeah, I was. <laughs> he didn't even He was just still rapping. I was trying to think of that nigga. was like, oh. Yeah, that ball fake. Ball fake. Nice. <laughs> That's funny. You, it was fine as a. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I'm done. <laughs> is there anything else you want to talk about or you want to wrap it up? Oh, man, I just said my one-liner to wrap it up, man. I appreciate you guys for um, having us um, having us on your listening ear for every single Tuesday or Wednesday when you hear it. Um, yeah, man, just stay safe, you know, as far as, you know, we're, we're, almost seeing, we're almost seeing daylight here. Spring is just right around the corner. You know, summer is just right up the street from that. And, you know, that's when the bullshit happens. So you might as well, you just got to be safe as much as you possibly can. And um, I want to say that I have gotten opening tickets to um, opening day tickets to see my Detroit Tigers go on against Brent's raggedy-ass, dirty-ass Boston Red Sox. So, Mm. um yeah, that that'll be that'll be super. It's my first. It'll be my first ever opening day at any fucking thing. Um, I don't know who I'm bringing up. I actually do have somebody I'm bringing, but I want to keep it this year. Mm. So yeah, respectable, respectable. Uh be sure to follow the podcast. Go Tigers! Everywhere, basically, Tyler Bryan Hour podcast. On YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. Blast us everywhere, please. Um, yeah, man. Put it on your stories. Yeah, on your like, stories. Blast. Repost it. Um, you, know, you ain't got to listen to the radio. You can listen to the podcast. Word. Um, I mean, we don't have we don't have it like they got it, but I mean, we're, we're we funny. We can get it like too. there if you, you support we're, it. We're kind of funny individuals. I would like for you to think so. So, But um, be sure to subscribe to the podcast for as little as one dollar, four dollars, nine dollars, whatever you get for it on anchor.fm slash Tyler Bryan Hour. Um and man, shout out to the good brother Lopez, always holding it down with the nine ninety nine. Appreciate you, bro. Love you. Uh yeah, kind of a like relaxed episode. I don't know, Tyler yawned like six, seven times in the beginning, and that, that shit made me sleepy, and now I'm sleepy now. But yeah, I think that's all. And love y'all. Hopefully y'all enjoyed this episode. And we out. Bye.